0: Hey everybody, it's Lou from Lou Reads the Internet for You, and I just need to uh, take this moment to tell you that once again this episode of Lou Reads is being sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Now, you know, I don't know if you took advantage of the offer that came last week, it's the same offer still on the table You can get 50% off of one item of almost anything in the store. And when you do that, you get three adult movies and you get a free gift and you get free shipping. So it's a really great deal. All you have to do is go to adamandeve.com. And when you go to checkout, type in Lou Reads, L-O-U-R-E-A-D-S as the coupon in the checkout. And you get 50% off your item. You'll get three free movies. You'll get a free gift and free shipping. You'll be supporting Lou Reads and you'll be supporting your own super sexy sexual appetite. All right, let's get on to the podcast. Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading to you from the internet. Why, well, why not? And today's what is a delightful forum known as femalefirst.co.uk. And it is a forum that is mainly, in theory, supposed to be for women to get together and talk about stuff, specifically English women. And being so, you can expect that there'll be a lot of slang that if you're not from England, you may not be familiar with. You know, I would. But if you are from England, then you'll be hearing your slang spoken with an American accent. And that may sound odd to you. So we're all on even ground in the weirdness category. As I said, this is a form that is supposed to be for ladies only and femalefirst.co.uk has a standard uh, women's section on the front page, which is more of like a, you know gossip and sex advice and fashion tips and lifestyle news and entertainment news and so on, but then, of course, it has its community, which has a discussion board, and the discussion board is mostly women, but not only women, so there's a couple of men in there, there's a men's section, the men kind of comment here and there, they start threads. It's a lovely place where people can express themselves, but mostly women. So, anyway, to get started, let's go into the first thread here on the female forum. And the first thread that we're going to read is by Curious Joe in the Board Index Female First Members subforum, Sex Matters subforum in a thread entitled Do You Shave Your Vagina? by Curious Joe. And it goes like this. My wife shaves hers, and I love it. Her pussy looks great. And that's the end. And Shiny Underneath writes... Since the vagina is the inner tube of the female organs and normally soft, moist, and hairless, shaving it would both be pointless and very painful. Maybe you mean the pubic mound and outer lips. And Buster Rabbit writes, What an asswipe. I shave my pube area. Why not? More sensitive. And Curious Joe replies, Yes, that's what I mean. And loves to taste you, writes, I agree with you, and yes, it is more sensitive and easier to eat. And Becky1974 writes, I shave my pubic hair. If I were to shave my quote-unquote vagina, I would have other, more serious problems to worry about than shaving. LOL, hand-clapping emoticon. And King Helfer writes, Nothing says I'm a bit of a cunt more than the labia majora, mons pubis, labia minora, clitoris, bulb of vestibule, vulva vestibule, greater and lesser vestibular glands, and the opening of the vagina. Wink. And mischievous Ph.D. writes, Harry is hottest. Armpits, too. And Happy Girl replies, Mine is nice, bare, and smooth. Got bored of the strip. And besides, I didn't know how soft and sensual it could be. Now I love it. And H. Franklin Lane writes, Great. I can't sleep and Happy Girl is talking about her shaven lady garden. It's not nice sending someone to bed hungry, Happy Girl. And Chevy Recycler 34 writes, Spent a very enjoyable 20-odd minutes shaving G.F. last night. Pubes and ass following a hot bath, then gave her an additional coconut body butter massage. Very and bejoyable, evening and all. Smooth to the touch and great to gaze at. Last thing at night and first thing glancing her body out of the shower. And Sue at the U replies, Do you make house calls? LOL. Sounds like you know your way around the sensitive parts with a razor. But I really like the thought of a coconut body butter massage. And Sir Guy replies to Mischievous PhD, who wrote about the hairy armpits. Agreed. I think it's very odd how some folks have come to the conclusion that the pussy is not attractive until altered. I'm a big fan of the real thing. Natural, hairy pussy. And Yolanda1989 writes, I like a hairy girl. Hairless in the pubic looks a little weird. And Bada Bing writes, I like my girlfriend's shaved. Makes oral easier. At first I wasn't sure because of the little girl effect, but an adult looks different, so there was no need to worry. And Espresso writes, okay. so you now know you can't shave the vag. Perfect for me is usually everything shaved off and freshly smooth, preferably foreplay by him in our hot bathtub. Just above the top of my lips, we leave a little hair-free space for his tongue or a finger on my hoodie. With everything off all around the rear, I like an ultra-thin landing strip around my mound. Max three hairs wide, if I could. The strip is as narrow as possible. Those hairs trimmed to about one centimeter. It just turns me on. Don't really know why. It just makes him concentrate harder on pleasing me. Or sometimes leaving a small triangle or patch above on the mound, just to say I'm beyond puberty and proud of it. I liked warmed, baby oil massaged into the shaved skin, and I'm ready to go. And Sir Guy replies to Bada Bing's shaved makes oral easier comment. Easier? Did you find it difficult to give oral to an unaltered pussy? I can't say I ever thought that. I respect if it's just a fashion or taste choice, if folks just prefer it. But some of these things that get said by shaving aficionados just make me wonder. Some folks claim it's nasty until you shave. Others that it's too difficult, etc. Isn't your normal straight man a big fan of the female anatomy in its natural unaltered state? Oh, there's some people talking in the courtyard outside my house. And H. Franklin Lane writes, Unaltered would also include unkempt hairdos, armpit hair, leg hair, no makeup. Yet I am pretty confident those unaltered areas would draw a big ew from most ladies here. So shorn pubes aren't a matter of natural slash unaltered, as much as it is a biological throwback trait on something the body no longer needs. Much like the tailbone. We don't have tails, but we still have that bone. And Chick Lou writes, I get mine waxed every month. I'd hate to catch crabs. Do you need pubes to catch crabs? I guess. Hmm. Get back to me on that. And Sir Guy responds to H. Franklin Lane. As long as it's not extreme, a lack of armpit hair, a lack of leg hair, and adding makeup are not required for me to find a woman hot and sexy. I understand that for whatever reason, many, most women prefer to fake it and alter their looks into whatever they've become convinced is the ideal. Your average woman likes to use all sorts of cosmetic tricks to alter her appearance, so that when you see that gal first thing the next morning, you wonder what happened to the girl you met at the club last night. The question I'm posing is, aren't normal straight males attracted to the female pussy as is without altering? I'm a big fan of the female and I like it a lot, of course, especially without any tricks. Within reason, of course, some extremes are just not sexy. Breasts can be too big or small. A pussy can be too hairy or too bald, in my opinion. But I find most healthy women's bodies sexy, and I thought that was the definition of a straight male. And Taylor B. Live writes, Are you kidding me? Get over your idea of a straight male. That is such a stereotype. A straight male is someone that is attracted to females and not males. It has nothing to do with how things were altered. Get over yourself being the ideal straight male. Have you ever thought maybe you are the weird one? And I'll leave it at that. Although there are several more pages of shaved pussy discussion. Moving on. And the next thread we'll read is in the Board Index Subforum General Subforum Sex Brackets better sex issues with a thread by bruce forty eight entitled flash your in-law accidentally or on purpose and it goes like this have you ever gotten a little naughty and decided to flash an in-law mother-in-law or sister-in-law if you have what was their reaction then and later on Did they become more or less friendly? And have you made a habit of it since then? And Bobo replies, I did my wife's sister when I was still a bit hammered from a night out with the guys. I posted the entire story someplace like exhibitionists, I think. I'll see if I can dig it up and cut and paste it for you. And then he does, and it says... I don't know what got into me, but a few weeks ago, I had a night out with the friends and drank too much. The next morning, I was very hungover, so I ended up napping on the sofa. I was wearing only my robe. I heard my wife's sister coming in the kitchen door, but I didn't open my eyes. The girls were having coffee in the dining room and yakking it up. We have an L-shaped dining room and living room, so they had a view of me from the table. I just got horny and bold and risked the idea to act asleep and try to let the robe slip open, enough to expose myself. I am attracted to my sister-in-law, but never did anything before. I think half-drunk affected my thinking. I lifted my leg at the knee just right, and could feel the robe slip. I heard the two of them stop talking, and then I heard giggling. I was trying not to get hard, but I couldn't avoid a semi-erection. After a few minutes, they moved out into the kitchen. I suppose they wanted to give me privacy. I got real hot over this, but felt guilty too. I waited until the two girls left for the stores to get up. My wife never mentioned it. I have mixed feelings about what I did, but get hot thinking about it as wrong as it was. And daughter-in-law writes, My daughter-in-law took advantage of seeing my cock twice. And Bruce48 writes, What do you mean took advantage? She did something when she saw it? Went out of her way to see it? Or just took advantage of the chance to look when you had it out and in front of her? Anyway, what was her reaction? Did she get more friendly or more standoffish? Does your son know? Does your wife know? And of course, was it accidental or did you do it on purpose? Being a dirty old man, I'd do it on purpose. He, he, he. And unfortunately daughter-in-law never replies. But that was just yesterday, so or two days ago, so who knows. If you go back, you might be able to catch up with these people. <clears throat> and the next thread we we'll read in the sex brackets, better sex issues subform is by Hurt in a thread he or she, she entitled, BF won't lick my pussy. And it goes like this. Hi, been with my partner for two and a half years. We have a great sex life, but... He said when we were first together that he loves licking pussy. Up until a year ago, he would often go down on me. It has increasingly got less and less. I asked him why. Do I taste slash smell odd, etc.? He said, no, not at all. He will now only lick me out. He will now only lick me out if I have just had a bath. He won't even settle for me giving my fanny a thorough wash in the sink. Yet, and this is the joke, he expects me to suck him off morning, noon, and night. I do, but he knows I expect him to be clean. A quick willy wash in the sink is enough for me. I feel really hurt by this. I asked him if he made the same demands from previous partners and he couldn't remember. Barring in mind, there was 40 of them. Any advice? thanks. And guest writes, This is why you don't move in with guys. You're just his in hoe. Guys don't respect easy things. You're not only easy for the taking, but give good head too? You want respect? Move out and tell him to fuck off till he gets you a ring and a date. Then tell him even then your legs stay crossed and no head. Then you will know if he loves you or if you are just a free fuck buddy. And another guest writes, Licking pussy is disgusting. You're lucky he does it at all. <laughs> And another guest, or maybe the same guest, because it just says guest, says, Even I can smell my mom's pussy when she's not in bath for a few days, and the smell is unbearable. (laughs) And Kinky Luton writes, Put a peg on your nose, then. And Guest 909 writes, Wash your pussy more often than you, dirty cunt. And Darn Dog writes, What is it with you guys thinking licking pussy is disgusting? Rather suck a cock? I think not. Damn, I've never had a bad experience yet. I think they not only look awesome, but taste awesome and totally fascinate me, and there's no better reward than actually making a woman come whilst licking her. I ain't addicted to smoking crack. I am addicted to licking, kissing, sucking, and nibbling it. Pussy rocks for sure, dogs. Hurt, maybe you think you need to explain how you feel and how it's affecting yourself self-esteem and you think there's something wrong with you and perhaps stop letting him take 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 instead of just giving him a bj try suggesting 69 position if he refuses put your knickers back on and go make a cup of tea i think he will soon get frustrated dogs and another guest writes nothing like spending a good couple of hours going down on a nice wet pussy i love exclamation points it he won't find someone who will oh and then like 10 exclamation points okay And Guest writes, I don't do things I don't like. I'm a man who has have dignity and self-respect. Unlike you, who are clearly a cock-sucking doormat, desperate to please because you're such a loser. That is (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) And Hurt writes, I'm not a cock-sucking doormat. I just enjoy giving blowjobs. There's a difference. I didn't realize this was a forum where such insults could be used so freely. I am not a cunt. I have a genuine issue that I wanted advice on. I'm told to clean my pussy more. How many men bother to wash their dicks? Not many. They are too interested in ramming it into someone's pussy or having a wank. And guest writes, That's a pretty pathetic excuse not to wash your pussy. Even when clean, it stinks. And another guest writes, Wash our dicks. That's what we have living hoes for. To suck our cocks clean. Stupid hoe." And Johnny7 writes, Boy, this post really attracted the lowlifes. What a bunch of rude jerks. But the first reply, although crudely stated, did get to the core of the problem. Your BF does not respect you, and you should definitely require that he give you the same consideration that you give him. No more oral sex for him unless he replies in kind. And that BS about him not remembering what he did with his other 40 previous partners sounds pretty lame. Johnny. And Bambi writes, My ex wouldn't either. So in the end, I just stopped giving him oral, too. It was only fair, after all. I did give me a massive bargaining tool after. You do whatever, and you will get a blowjob. Please don't listen to the pricks who have answered above. And Guest writes, Spray some cream down there and put a little red cherry on top. He'll be lapping you up down there in no time. Bon appetit. And Itchis writes, I wouldn't mind at all to lick it every day. I heard woman juices are healthy, thanks to Wikipedia. And then it's degenerating into just... Just... Full-on flaming and name-calling, which is also a delight, but that's not what we're here for. And we'll leave that thread in its flame war about oral sex, which is absurd. And surely, whether you like it or not, you should do it, because because it's a nice thing to do for someone else. It's not all at all about power. In a new thread, we'll leave that thread, and we'll go to a new thread, as I've mentioned just moments ago. We'll go to the board index subforum female first member subforum same sex room subforum in a thread entitled Looking up work colleague skirts by Sarah Jane 113. And it goes like this. Does anyone else find themselves seeing up other ladies skirts at work by mistake? Does it turn you on? I had a lovely view up one of the ladies skirts at work this morning without her realizing and had to nip to the ladies afterwards. And Secret Sally writes TBH, which stands for to be honest. Skirts don't do a lot for me, but a colleague who has a wonderful bum and wears tight-fitting trousers that show it off does have a big effect on me. I have to be careful not to be caught watching her arse as she wiggles her way through the office. And tights lover 81 writes, Sarah Jane, were you wearing sheer tights when you had to relieve yourself? Did you rub yourself through your tights and knickers? And Sarah Jane one one three writes, I've got sheer tan tights on today. I do sometimes rub through my tights depends on where I am. I had a feel in the car on the way home. If I'm in the ladies, then I do it whilst I've got my knickers down for a wee, obviously. And tights lover eighty one writes, SJ, do you like face sitting in your tights and knickers? <laughs> And Moira Mack writes, Being a lover of wearing short skirts, I used to get the feeling all eyes in the place looked at me at one point when I got off or on a bar stool, up out of seat in general. I made a mistake in a supermarket once when a sweet wrapper stuck to my shoe and brought my foot up to my waist to pull it off. I saw myself in a mirror with people between myself and it. Boy, did they get an eyeful. I tried to ignore it, as in, I didn't realize what I had just done. I never really looked at other women as they crouch, etc., even though I've had a female-to-female relationship. I do have a habit, though, of looking at almost anything I see, so I will look anyway. As a former waitress, I knew eyes were on me if I ever had to crouch to pick things up. And Julie Triple X writes... I was walking down the street not so long ago, and this girl was walking towards me when a gust of wind blew up her wrap skirt. Lovely sight, and she had such pretty panties on. It makes me wet thinking about it. Ha ha ha! And Luke Upwards writes, I have a quick peep when I can, and always get shortness of breath, but get embarrassed in case I get scope by the girl I'm upping while she's crouching. My favorite ups are on the stairs, front or back, but being six-two doesn't seem quite to have the low angle that's needed when I was a young boy. And Linda9801 writes, Hello, everyone. Haven't been here in a while, and oh, have I missed it. As far as looking up skirts, I would love it, but never seem to have the opportunity. When I was in the public pool this summer, my eyes did go straight to their puss. I think the outline of it through the bathing suit was so obvious that it just made me wet, but I had to be careful not to stare too much. I, too, like tight pants and watching their backside go back and forth. And Strandy writes, I'm pretty much with Sarah Girl on this one. I look if I get the chance. Doesn't happen all that much at work, mind. But one on the street on a windy day, on the train, particularly going home when people are tired and maybe a bit less careful. And a couple of summers ago, I followed a sweet young thing in a really sexy mini up the escalator. Coral Pink. Mmm. Ugh. (laughs) And Frilly Priss writes, I always wear short dresses and high heels to work. Most of the other ladies in the office do as well. A couple of us will flash each other on purpose, and sometimes we tease each other by lifting the other's skirts. I enjoy giving men and women a peek. And Linda9801 replies, Tight pants and seeing the form of a beautiful backside do it for me. Also, seeing beautiful women walking and seeing a bit of a bounce in their breast or the form of their nipples through the tight shirt get me so wet. And Louise Heels writes, Mm Sarah Jane. I have several colleagues who favor short skirts, and I often find myself wondering what they have on underneath. I also saw a gorgeous looking woman in a pencil skirt and hold-ups yesterday lunchtime. I know she had hold-ups because I got a little flash of a Lacey stocking top every time she took through the slit at the back of her skirt. I'm conscious that I have good legs and I'm aware that both men and other women are checking them out. (laughs) Hee hee. I'll sometimes do that, woman did, and wear hold-ups with a skirt with a vent so I know I can flash a stocking top when I walk. Very, very sexy thread, BTW. Louise. And Tara M. writes, at my last job, I worked on the perfume counter. As part of the job, I had to wear a uniform. Uniform and it was always hot in the shop. I used to wear a bra and knickers underneath. The uniform buttoned up at the front and the buttons sometimes came undone, giving the staff or customers a peek at what I was wearing underneath-wise. Sometimes if the customer was a guy, he'd get a peek, which I secretly enjoyed him getting a flash. And finally, Jane 14 writes, I have a mole on the inside of my thigh and a guy on the subway once asked if he could kiss it. I stand up now on the train. Is that because you want people to have easier access to kissing it? I'm not sure. Or because when you're sitting down, people can see it probably that one. And then again in the same sex room we'll read a new thread by Kell's 07. There goes a the garbage truck. Wait, think about that action. By Kell's 007 entitled Peeing in the Sea. Hi all, I'm off on holiday for a few weeks to indulge in some serious sunbathing. It's been a few years since I've been away, and I'm wondering, how do you grow out of weeing in the sea? I can remember as a girl going in the sea for a wee when I needed, but now I'm older. I wonder whether I should be doing it. I know I will hate walking to the bathroom every couple of hours, though. And Bear 8 writes, I would go for a swim when the need arises, as the sea is well able to dilute a little wee. Have a great holiday! And Persona Non Grata writes, Just pee in your bikini. It'll soon dry. But... (laughs) This person's avatar is also a pair of super urine-soaked pants, so maybe they have sort of a bias in that direction. And Sarah Jane Henderson writes, It's okay to pee in the sea, but I wouldn't do it if there are others bathing nearby. You don't only have to be wearing your bikini if you can pee in your clothes in the sea, too that's a weird thing to say. And Lucky Lucy wrote, Last year, Bella and I went to Spain for a holiday and went out on a pedalo paddle boat. When way out from the shore, Bella needed to poo really badly, so she had to do it in the sea. She had to remove her bikini bottoms and hang over the edge of the boat. She's a large lady, and our little boat nearly capsized with the uneven weight distribution. The worst part was that she had no toilet paper to wipe with and had to put her bottom in the water to wash it clean. She was terrified of a jellyfish stinging her, but fortunately, no sea creatures ventured near her behind as she let the sea wash it clean after that incident i would say peeing in the sea is okay in my book and sarah bell writes peeing in the sea is no big deal whatever age you are the places i've been on holiday in the last few years have often not had facilities on the beach we like nice quiet beaches so the options are pee in the sea or pee in the sand i have done both but usually opt for going in the sea feels great and reminds me of when i was younger peeing through your bikini is also valid However, I don't usually wear a bikini on the beach. LOL. And Susie76 writes, When I go to the beach, the sea is my toilet. I'll stay two meters away from other in flat water at least. But in surf, I don't care. If HB is standing next to me, payback time. Only one exception. At Resort Island, hardly anyone around. We walked down and realized my bag didn't have a beach towel. Previous night was heavy on grog, so very hungover. Though bugger it, not going back. So took off my sundress and lied down with head-on dress on beach, just in a G-string. Bikini tops are annoying. Fell asleep, woke up needing to pee. HB was near, and I just said, "'Hun, can you pull my G out of my crack and to the side?' Oh, my God. Okay. HB was sitting nearby, and I said, "Hun, can you pull my G-string out of my crack and to the side? Which he did as spread legs and let loose. When finished, thanks, Hun. Can you put back and back to sleep? Later, he said something. Not serious. And I said, well, I've seen you roll over and flop it out over the edge of towel. Susie. Oh, well, there you go. There's your picture for me. Uh... And we return to the Sex Brackets Better Sex Issues subform in a new thread by RealMan21502 entitled, Would You Have Sex with Relative? And it goes like this. Would you have sex with a relative if the opportunity was mutually beneficial? That includes mother, father, son, daughter, brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, grandfather, grandmother, even non-relatives like in-laws. When I was a teenage and the relative was attractive, I would have. But now, in most instances, I would have to be really desperate. Some of those relatives haven't aged too well. No, I have not had sex with any relative, but I remember being pretty hot for a couple of cousins. Your yes or no or detailed reply would be appreciated. And Samsbruve writes, Would not expect very many on here would agree, but I have posted plenty that that is our culture in Zimbabwe. And Nordic Viking writes, I wouldn't do it today, but I did it when I was a teenager with my sister. And Lieber too writes for parents to take advantage of young children is completely wrong. For anyone under age, it is wrong. But for anyone over age, able to make decisions of own, and provided both parties are in agreement, then I see no reason why they should not. Let's face it. A few years ago, you never knew anyone who was gay. It was always taboo, and you never spoke about it. Now they are everywhere, and attitudes have changed. The laws has changed, and half the lawmakers are part of it. I am sure we have plenty of family sex going on around us, but never hear of it just because it's taboo. No one should be forced into it, but no one should be prevented from it if it's mutual consenting adults. Lisa and horny Harry writes, I can go along with that Libra. I have not myself, but do not condemn those who do just offhand like that. It depends on a lot of circumstances, I guess. It seems that it is okay to have it with the girl next door, but not your sister. But what? if <laughs> Yeah, it does seem that way. It seems it is okay to have it with the girl next door, but not your sister. What if you were at a party and went to a room and had sex not knowing who it was? If later you found out the fantastic sex you just had was with your sister, would that then make it horrible sex? I am sure in lots of cases it must progress over a period of time living close together. In some families, they have half a dozen children sharing two rooms while parents have a room of their own. The children growing up close like that can easily get interested in naughty things to do. And Panther11 writes, Sex with relatives is wrong, but it does happen more than people. People think. And Plastic and Arbor writes, Would I? Yes. Also, I did my sister when we were teens and recently my daughter, yes, legal. It can be very fun, but it's not a real romance, but fun and sex, though we did go through a honeymoon phase. And Shooter replies, When we were kids, one of my brother's friends used to fuck his sister most Saturday mornings. And Sam's Broof writes, Shooter, can I ask what age you're talking about? And he replies, It was a long time ago. I guess he was eleven or so, and she was a couple of years older. And Bruce 48 replies, I was not in the bloodline in my family, so it would not be as bad as you might think. Unfortunately, I did not know I was not in the bloodline until years later. I had a couple of cousins I found very doable. I also had a couple of aunts that I would have done given the chance, just never did have the chance. And Lieber 2 writes, Did you get adopted then fuck what you thought was your sister? And Shooter writes, Hey, you guys, incest is relatively boring. <laughs> and O'Janet writes, This is weird. For some reason, the website cuts off everything in paragraphs after you say the word masturbate. I'll now retype the sentences that got lost above. To make a long story short, my brother and I fooled around very lightly for many years, mostly just look and sees with a few mutual M's tossed in a couple times a year. On a family vacation, we shared a hotel room and a small full-size bed for several nights, and he figured out the joys of using my butt cheeks to masturbate between. Then, when just a few days before I move out to college, we had an incredible, powerful, mind-blowing sex. I was 19 and he was 17, so as far as I'm concerned, we were both adults. Neither of us were virgins, so we knew what we were doing. We don't regret it, and we still joke about it today, many years later. And Diana Robertson writes, I lost my virginity at 14 with my 18-year-old cousin. We just kind of fell for each other and had a bit of a relationship for a couple of years. It was kind of an experimentation that developed a bit further. We had a one-night thing again when I was 18, but we don't see each other now. Looking back, I don't regret it, but I don't think I would do it again these days. And finally, we'll end in the general subforum subforum just for men in a thread started by Guest, and this is an old thread from 2005. And the thread is entitled, Can't Stand Small Dicked Men. And it goes like this. I hate men with small baby peepees for dicks. Seven inches or less, you can keep them. And Joey Mars replies, I understand that bigger can be better, and I don't condemn you for your reasoning. What is your view on the width? I think they call that the girth size. Do you prefer thicker than thinner? I'm just curious. Love you, Joey Mars. And Guest replies, My view is that you are an illiterate, small, pencil-thick dick man and should stop embarrassing yourself by never typing ever again. And Ain't the Meat rights? as if your view mattered. You may not care for small cocks, so what? How exactly does one equate illiteracy with the size of anything, including the brain? Literacy is a matter of education, exposure, and example. Penis size is luck of the draw. I personally find even stunningly beautiful women with narrow views from small thinking to be quite unattractive and more ugly than the plainest Jane. And Ali Mon X writes, You call them pee-pees? Shutters. God, that irritates me. And Guest writes, In reply to Guest, Well, you can keep your loose, baggy pussy to yourself, too, lol. And and Leslie X writes, Ha ha ha, lol, she probably doesn't like that smaller than 7 inches because she wouldn't feel it, wink. And Gelf writes, Just imagine if every woman thought like this. There would be a whole hell of a lot of single people in this world. And Joanna3535 writes, That's a bit of a stupid thing to say. You would hate a man if he had a small dick. He might be a very nice person. And Guest writes again, Or maybe different guest, because guest is guest. Personally, the only use I can see for small dick men is for giving them oral. But I suppose they might be useful for first-time anal. So, small dick men, pucker up. You'll either be kissing it or licking it. And Bling writes, How low can this forum get? Tell you what, quote-unquote, guest. You'd be no guest at any event I'd ever hold. Why don't you just go away and impale yourself on a telegraph pole. And sit there with a sexually ecstatic smile on your face for the rest of your life. So much more satisfying than an under-endowed man. P.S. I hope that I haven't made any spelling mistakes. I'd hate to upset you. You sound such a wonderful and complete person. And guest replies, It's not my fault some other girl dumped you because your dick was too small. Why don't you try one of those pump larger thingies or save up and get an operation? Failing that, keep on dreaming, pencil dick. The only pussy you'll be able to keep hold of is a cat. And another guest writes, I bet that guest is a real fat fuck. So unless you have a 12-inch cock, you're not going to get past that big stomach of hers. She probably can't even see her own fanny. And the last thing I'll read is by Mogadishu in this thread, and he writes, This thread is horrible. Okay, I think we've all had enough of that form, don't you? So I'm going to end my reading of the femalefirst.co.uk forms right there. It is raining here in New York, quite a thunderstorm. So if you hear thunder, I'm not trying to make it stormy atmosphere there's just a kind of a crazy storm passing through and i want to get this done so i'm just going to record right through it and then i also found cat vomit underneath my desk right now and i'm actually waiting to finish the podcast before i clean it up because that's the kind of dedication i have to finishing the podcast anyway so what did you think i you know i'm always kind of uh surprised disappointed maybe you know how often incest is discussed on every single board? Yeah, it's kind of kind of bizarre, really. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's a natural thing, so everyone should do it. Not really. I wanted to uh, take some time here and thank everyone who's been uh, subscribing. Oh, there's some there's some thunder. Ooh, isn't it romantic? Ooh, let's get some sniffers of brandy and sit on the bearskin rug. What do you say? Um, <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to thank everyone. There's been a slew of, a uh, relative slew, of uh, reviews on, uh, for the podcast on the iTunes, and that's great. And um, people were complaining about the, um, the comments barrier being too hard because of the amazing, literally amazing amount of spam, comment spam, that was trying to get through every day. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, and I'm sorry if, if what you're looking for is, like, 30 different Russian porn sites to uh, go to to potentially have your all your information and identity stolen. Well, this is not the blog to go to. <laughs> but uh, I've, I found a CAPTCHA that works, and it's kind of weird with that, you know, the image that you have to kind of put together. But uh, if you cared write a comment, then you'll take the time to rearrange that image thingy, I guess. Uh, and a couple of people have done it, and I'm glad that that's working out. And I just wanted to thank again Adam and Eve for sponsoring this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. And again, if you uh, go to adamandeve.com and use the code Lou Reads, uh, you'll get that discount that I mentioned at the head of the show, and you'd be doing me a favor and yourself a favor by you know satisfying your perfectly natural urges. Kind of late notice, but there's going to be some bonus content on the blog. And that is going to be another little bit from the female first forum um, of the incest variety, I believe. Oh, yes. Oh, now I remember. (laughs) It is bananas. But um, so if please go there and um, on there, you'll notice that I still have my uh, PayPal donation button. If you feel like throwing me like five bucks for all the enjoyment and, uh, you know, head shaking and having to pull your car over because you almost puked thinking about someone giving you a taco full of jizz, I'd appreciate it. Uh, of course, I would love it. But um, also, I have put up there an Amazon button, like many places. If you go there, you need to do some shopping, you need to buy some uh, you know, you know, a blacklight to check and see if there's semen in your food. You can go, through, go to Amazon and if you click through there, I'll get like whatever it is, like 4% of the sale. If you feel like you need to buy something, why give Amazon that 4%? Give it to me. I need it. Uh, and I'll be able to use it to buy my own blacklight detector for food siemens. <laughs> anyway, so there's two ways to uh, help out Lou Reed's, if you so desire, to help a fella out. Oh, and I wanted to mention that uh, uh, the the members of thehoodup.com found the Lou Reed's episode about their forum, and they appear to be enjoying it from what I've read in the thread about it. A lot of uh, apparently very stoned gangsters listening to the podcast <laughs> with their sides hurting and whatnot. And that's a great thing that they can laugh at, uh, at the, laugh at the Lou Reed's, I suppose. I want to thank, uh, any listeners who are coming here from the, uh, Earwolf podcast directory. That's always a nice thing to see that there's traffic coming in from there. I donated to the site as, you know, that's part of their, their new movement into being more profitable for them is that they have a spot that you can, you know, buy for rent for five bucks a month or something to show that you support the site. And so I did. And I've gotten some nice letters from people from there, especially from, uh, the guy who runs the Lobster Cast, which is a nice thing to hear. Oh, I got a nice letter from him. And uh, if you uh, have a chance, go to the Earwolf podcast directory and maybe find a new site that you might like. There, mm. there's that thunder again. It's okay if you're scared. You can come closer. <laughs> uh, on a personal note, May this May was probably one of the craziest and worst months of my life. Uh, just too much craziness happening. And then June has also turned out to be pretty terrible so far <laughs> uh, yeah had uh, you don't care about that I'm just I'm just venting oh and I wanted to thank um, battles the band battles chose some of my videos to be as part of their um, battles playlist that they put up on the internet they were asked by some uh, YouTube channel to make a playlist of their 50 favorite videos and two of my videos were chosen by them so I've gotten some nice. Some new subscribers from that, and um, those subscribers are just in time to go to my channel and see my retarded video that I made making fun of some English Twilight fan. I may be making more videos making fun of other people in the near future, since that's apparently what I'm very good at. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up now and say goodnight to you. And uh, if you haven't, and if you want to, no pressure. I mean, pressure. I mean, if you have an iTunes account and you haven't voted for Lou Reed's, I, I don't really understand why you wouldn't, <laughs> but please vote for Lou Reed's. Uh, you know, rate it as many stars as possible, which is five, no less than five, please. And write a review. There have been some really nice reviews written, as I mentioned before, and I really appreciate it when I sort of log in there and see all the the stuff that's been written. It's always a nice surprise. And as always, tell all your friends, share it with your parents, make it, and you know. Send it to all your friends in a link. Trick them into, into listening to it. However you need to do it. Um, you know, don't get fired. I don't want you to override the music at the grocery store you work at with my podcast. Because it, it just won't go over well to have half an hour of uh, rancid thoughts. It doesn't uh, help the buying experience, I don't think. If you've played my podcast at your job, And people have been like, Yeah, I really felt like I had a great shopping experience because of that. Please tell me, because I don't think that that is going to ever happen. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.